right, welcome everyone to another There Goes My Money. Uh, this is recorded episode number six, Monday, April 27th, 2015. With me today is the awesome John DeLuna. And for everyone who is been around for a while, you'll remember John DeLuna as the official host of uh, New Soundwave, which was a video game podcast that... Is uh is that is that still around? Is there still a possibility of a comeback for that? It's hibernating. It's waiting for uh PlayStation seven through nine. And then uh, we're gonna bring it back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was an awesome show, especially I, I liked the original show before you kinda reformatted it. When you reformatted it, it went a lot quicker, so it was mm-hmm. an easier listen. Mm-hmm. But I liked listening to the full show because it was just like I'm a video game person, but I don't get to play a lot. So it was cool to be able to hear about it and, you know, talk about the new stuff. It was what an awesome show that was. It's always on it's always on the middle burner, not the back burner all the way, but it's always percolating on how to bring it back. But uh, part of the complication is now that I host the RFC RFC minicast, which you can get on tfradio.net or Stitcher or just follow us on Twitter at tfradio. Um, since that's my like little mini, as the name would imply, mini Transformers related podcast, kind of running out of time to record stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I can definitely uh, definitely relate to that with the video game or the video game with the uh, figure reviews that I've been doing, and there goes my money and Radio Free Cybertron, and I love those reviews actually. Hey, and also um, <clears throat> you do more than reviews. I gotta plug your superior antenna fix this may be old news but that is a really useful uh three minutes or whatever it is on youtube on how to fix superior combine or superior's antenna yeah and i get the most comments out of that out of that video than anything because people are just happy that they can fix it and they see it being fixed and people are just like thanks like uh, at least once a week i get someone still that writes, you know, a thank you on there, which is absolutely awesome. I did the same thing with uh, Prime for Robots in Disguise, the new uh, Warrior Class Prime. Mm-hmm. There's a little mod where you can actually get uh, the panels on his hands to rotate down. That way he actually has his fists. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so. Cool, I'll look for that. I love doing that stuff. I hope that I can do more like fixes or modification videos because they're they're pretty fun to do yeah here's hoping uh, hasbro keeps releasing toys that are semi-broken for diecast to fix (laughs) so yeah i mean uh like john said check out tfradio.net and uh there's a ton of Radio Free or Cybertron shows and spinoff shows and extras and it's just a whole world of Transformers in one place. For sure. I think we post something almost every day at this point, or at least by we, I mean Brian and, and yourself post almost every day something. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Brian is... he Like, I post this to YouTube and Brian takes care of the rest. So Brian mm-hmm. does 99% of the work <laughs> for most of this stuff. That's awesome. And I think... Um, I do think that uh, Brian has like mentioned that our traffic's way up, so thanks to everybody who's listening and watching for sure, because we see a difference. And it's good to know that we put all put out all this content now, and that people are actually enjoying it and consuming it. 
Yeah, definitely. If you like, if you like it, let us know. You know, leave a comment, leave a review on iTunes, uh, leave a review on YouTube, or leave a comment on YouTube. Definitely, we like to hear feedback from the fans. We like to hear if you like it or you don't. Even if you don't like it, uh, it's okay. You know, it's okay. We're it's trying okay. to get better for sure. Yeah, it, it's a work in progress. It is. It's like life, right? Such, such is life. If I, if we were perfect at this, we would probably be getting paid. So, <laughs> yeah, Brian, you hear that, Brian? Huh? He's coming for you. I he's... need my own like Amazon link, like just like on like my emails and my personal web page, which I think is down in my Twitter. I would just like a link where somebody could click and like just support me by buying their their uh, medications and toilet paper and <laughs> toys, for, toys for tots and whatever, whatever people buy on Amazon, giant flat screen TVs, perhaps. Yeah. Give me a cut. Actually, um, in all seriousness, if you go to tfradio.net and you click on the Amazon link and you do your normal shopping, you support all of our shows. Cause when you check out, Brian gets a few pennies and nickels and dimes and stuff to keep the lights on. So it's really cool. Yeah. Got to pay those server costs for sure. Yeah. All that. Yes. Because TF Radio demands like massive, massive bandwidth from <laughs> the millions of listeners and viewers. So getting into uh, getting into our first item of the week. Indeed. We want to be very safe with this item. So we have the Platinum Edition Decepticon Triple Changer Pack with the safety Astro Train. Yeah, what is up with? These two, what is up with Astro Train? First, I think I get what they're going for with Blitzwing. I mean, he's he's uh, battle tra- uh, he's flywheels, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, at least he's a he's a normal looking color vehicle. He looks he looks good. I don't think anyone's been able to tell us like what's going on with Astro Train. Is he is that is he is he like okay? So he's white orange and purple right he's not red white and blue that's like that's like a like it's kind of like an orangey red and a purple right yeah it's it's definitely orange and then the the he does have a little blue in him i don't know if that's purple it it might be a bad photo that i'm looking at because i'm looking at a hasbro product shot it's just really weird it's like weird colors like they're not it's not quite orange it's not quite red it's not quite blue it's not quite purple they're just like they're weird yeah, and there hasn't been many orange Transformers, so if it was homaging something, we should probably be able to tell. For sure, because Blitzwing is clearly, uh, like I said, the Duocon, right? I mean, that's isn't that what he is? I mean, am I crazy? It's pretty I, I, obvious, right? I would think so. And he doesn't look quite, he doesn't look half bad in that coloring, but again, I just don't understand why they're not just G1 colors. Yeah. Is this the first time that we've gotten these guys reissued here in the states, or have we gotten them before? I, I think this is the first time we got Blitzwing. I know Astro Train we got as a commemorative series uh, that came through Toys R Us, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think I remember that. I don't think I ever had a Blitzwing in that series, so this may be the first G1 Blitzwing. And if anybody hasn't had these before, like ever, uh, you're going to be shocked at how tiny they are. They're oh so yeah, small. Smaller than a del- are they? I guess they're well. They're definitely like mass wise, probably smaller than a deluxe. But height wise, they're I guess they're as tall as a deluxe, maybe. Yeah, I would say they're probably as tall as a deluxe in robot mode. Yeah, but they but as far as like mass goes, they're they're pretty pretty small. I mean, Blitzwing's smaller than Astro Train, so 
And Astro Train is, you think he would be huge. Like, he's a triple changer. It's got to be bigger. Plus, you know, he was huge in the show, but then you get the toy and you're like, uh, this isn't really what I expected. Yeah, the uh, the G1 re-releases make you really realize uh, how much bigger overall Transformers have gotten, like, over the decades. Like, they're massive compared to their G1 counterparts, for sure. It's almost like we're going back to G1, because they were, they were you know, the toys were getting bigger after G1, and now we're kind of shrinking back down again because of the price of plastic and everything like that. Yeah, definitely uh, coming back down to Earth, I guess. And, and the um, the number of parts per Transformers is going down, too, just to save costs. But I actually think that's having like a real positive effect because a lot of people talk about how Combiner Wars has gotten back to a reasonable kind of level of complexity. And some of that's like budget, um, uh, like a product of the budget going down. But that's... Uh, it's a positive, you know, outcome. I mean, you make lemonade out of lemons for sure. Oh yeah, and th- and they have to be simple because they're trying to do two or three things at a time. If you make it too complex, it wouldn't be able to do all those things. So, do you have these two? Do you have a like a, some iteration of G One Astrotrain and G One Blitzwing? I don't have a Blitzwing actually. He is, he's neat. I. I really respect how decent both vehicle modes are. Again, he he's he's small, but it's easy to get over. the The robot mode is pretty funky. Not gonna I'm not gonna lie, but uh, it's really pretty impressive how respectable the tank and the jet are, um, independent of each other. So I think he he does like he does two and a half modes like really well. Like the robot, there there are things about the robot mode that are pretty cool, but overall, it's definitely like the weakest mode. Yeah. Uh, and, but I like it. I, I mean, I, I definitely like recommend. I actually recommend all the G one triple changers for their time. They're they're pretty neat. Yeah, and these are coming out uh, with a MSRP is seventy nine ninety nine, and an estimated release date of May. So not not too far away. I mean, we're you know three four days away from May. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I don't know. I forgot if you mentioned. Are they exclusives? Are they to- Toys R Us exclusives? What are they? Like They're Platinum like- Edition, but no one really... I, I I mean, the last Platinum Edition, the uh, Insecticon showed up at Kmart. Hmm. So, okay, so they could show up anywhere. Yeah, they could show up anywhere. Online retailers have them you know, up hmm. for pre-order now. As far as stores, who knows where these things are going to show up. Especially for that, re- for 80 bucks, that's a spicy meatball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for two, for two very small triple changers yeah 40 bucks for blitzwing or astro chain uh that's asking a lot i'm not gonna lie you could probably get you could probably pay less on ebay for some version of both of them oh yeah definitely especially there's been enough reissues of astro train blitzwing maybe not as much but next up next up on the on the plate we have uh dx9 toys D03C Kokomone and this is also coming out in May and it's an estimated uh it's a 79.99 MSRP and this is a repaint of DX9's uh version uh Invisible which was their not Mirage so I think Brian's really going to like this one because it's a Gobot homage for sure, I think he pre-ordered it within like minutes of knowing its existence. Is uh, is Invisible out? 
Invisible is out. Uh, do you know like what the general consensus is on Invisible? Like thumbs up, thumbs down. He's okay. Uh oh. I I did a review on him. He his heels are the biggest issue. He doesn't really like to stand. Um, Does he have heels? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't have heels. Oops. So. Um, is it masterpiece scale? Like, wh- like, where does this thing fit? It's it's masterpiece scale. How are I, the materials? The materials are good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite masterpiecious enough. If that's if that uh, if that it's makes not any quite sense. On the level, I guess, of like quality. I, what about I, complexity of like the design itself? It's it's a good I I think it's a good design other than the lack of heels, um. There just seems to be something missing, like maybe not enough details to make it masterpiece, uh, esque for me. But it, it's not a bad toy, and it's definitely a great stand-in until eventually we get a mirage from official channels. Yeah, and that's for sure coming at some point. It does look like definitely look like a scaled up. Deluxe. I mean, that's kind of what it looks like. You know what I mean? It looks like it'd be an awesome, like, classics toy. Yeah. As big as a deluxe. I do have, like, one question for you, Diecast, when it comes to this uh, character. Or, or a character that uh, I happen to think of when I look at this toy, and I don't know why. But um, when did GoBots Crasher become Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Boba Fett? Like all in one. How? What is with this like cult following for Crasher all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know that you know the guy who does DX Nine is a big GoBots fan because almost everything he's done has gotten repurposed into a GoBots you know figure. So I I think he's trolling Brian. Honestly, I think so. I think I also think like if Crasher was like in a current cartoon. She would totally be like this warrior princess, uh, lesbian, neo-feminist robot, perhaps, that Twitter thinks is is dating Wonder Woman, and that's canon. I feel like she like she taps into some kind of weird like thing that's going on right now. She seems like she would be some like, you know, super awesome again, like kind of like she's like kinda of like like she's like this strong she's okay, put it this way. If she was if she was in a cartoon today, I'm pretty sure Don would be like in the hospital on a weekly basis because his head would explode every time Crasher's on the screen for oh. sure. Oh yeah, talk about a strong like female lead, lesbian robot princess. This kind of has uh, a Zartan feel to me too. Something about I guess it's just the eyes, like the, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, she definitely, she, yes, she also looks like a dreadnought, but, uh, on top of, again, uh, dating Poison Ivy on the side, according to Twitter. Uh, I don't, I don't, like, have, like, the warm and fuzzies for GoBots, like, like some people. That's another thing. Like, GoBots in general has kind of, like, had this renaissance of, like, cult following, and I've got nothing against, like, GoBots at all, but, uh, but I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. You know, all I really want is a Leader One because that's the one I had. Or I had a lot of GoBots as a kid, but Leader One's one of the ones I I fondly remember, for whatever reason. Um, I mean, he did look like uh, 
Destro slash um, <clears throat> Picard, Captain Picard. So <laughs> what's, what's not to love about that? And he turned into a jet. So you got to love like Leader One. So, yeah, I mean, and we're going to get official, Matt, you know, GoBots. We are. I completely forgot about that as like Machine Robo. Machine Robo, yeah. I couldn't think of the name. I'm like, ah, oh, it's that machine. Yeah. So we're getting Machine Robo. Are those um, up for pre-order anywhere, or are they, or are they, or have we only gotten what 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 we saw a couple months ago that trade show like gallery? That's, of that's all we got so far. But I mean, that was a lot of prototypes. What was there? There was maybe eight prototypes there. Yeah, something like that. And certainly all the ones that people recognize. Yeah, so it's it's got to be happening. The yeah, other... I, I think I think they kind of had like an estimated retail of it was like fifty bucks or something a piece. It was pretty pricey. Oh, they're masterpiece style. So, um, yeah, that that sounds about right. The other thing I like about her is how she has the the kiss on her one shoulder. That that's a nice touch. Again, again, <laughs> neo feminist renegade lesbian robot. Why isn't that on the packaging? You know how many like additional sales they would get with just like that word word salad on the front. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that could be her function. Just those five words. Figure it out. Uh, you know, talk about Twitter, darling. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, like <clears throat> all kidding aside, I love, love, love Crasher's uh, color scheme. I always have. Oh yeah. And uh, actually, I'm kind of like out of the loop on the DX stuff, I guess. So in in the initial picks of Crasher, I guess is there Psykill? Yes. So um, do you have that guy? And if so, like, how is he? I do have him as Rekar, and it's a pretty decent figure. They look pretty good together. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, they kind of make a decent pair. If they keep... If they keep going down this like GoBots road, uh, I might get interested in this because I mean I do like the scale, I like the look, I kind of like where they're going for, even, uh, where they're going, even though it's um, it's a uh, it feels like scaled up, like we said, scaled up deluxes. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing, so I'm kind of digging her. DX9 is like everything they've put out so far. It's like almost there. It's almost. Great. Uh, that it. It's ne- I've never had one so far that's been like bad quality, like Impossible Toys or anything like that. I mean, they've all been decent quality. It's just the design is is almost there. Not bad enough that I would say stay away from it, but not great enough to where I'd tell people like you have to get this. Interesting. Um, well, I mean, that's 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 sort of reassuring for some if if it was somebody like me who is like I haven't bought any of their products yet but I'm like vaguely interested I won't I won't lie this one's kind of interesting to me um if their quality is fairly dependable that's like that's the biggest like barrier of entry I have with any third party uh company that I haven't bought from it's just it's the quality thing yeah and their I, next figure probably to come out and actually be in hand is their trigger, mm-hmm. which is their uh, Astro Train Masterpiece Triple Changer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that, I think that's really going to tell me what I'm going to do in the future with 
DX9, especially because they have that uh, uh, Rodimus coming out. So, uh, yeah, what's his name? I forgot. It's something really crazy and obtuse. It's like um, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Okay. Yep. Because he's carrying the Matrix. Okay. I I guess. I, I guess. <laughs> I was gonna say like because he's carrying our darkest hour, but no, that that makes no sense. So, <laughs> um, he looks really good. I'm not. I I mean, I can't deny that he looks from the first like three pictures we have. He looks really good. So, last on the list, uh, it's only three items this week, so definitely a slow week, Transformer-wise, or at least new pre-orders. Because uh, that's what we do on There Goes My Money. We talk about stuff that's new to pre-order. Yeah. Because sometimes stuff gets forgotten about because, you know, we'll see a prototype for it, and then a couple months later it'll go up for pre-order. Mm-hmm. Or something like this with Mastermind Creations' Grandis Hexatron. I mean, people knew this was going to happen, I think, a year or a year and a half ago. And it's finally coming to fruition now. Yeah, I mean, Mastermind Creations is one of those companies that I think they have a lot of ideas and they have, like, a lot of stuff in the pipeline. But you never know, like, when they're actually going to, like, push something all the way through. So this is probably this isn't the first time or the last time that we'll see something from them, and it won't be for like two years um, that we get the actual like thing in our hand. That's happened before; it'll happen again. You know what this looks like? It would go great with mm, what's Dy- that? Dystopia. Uh, it would, and it will, and um, I can I can be one of the people that report on that how they how they pair up. Brian Kilby will not be one of those people. Unfortunately, I really like this toy. I really like this mold um, a lot, um, a lot, a lot. I think this is one of their better, one of their better toys, the Hexatron mold. Yeah. Um, I've got the first version of it, the one that's got the, um, no chrome, but he does have swords, which is kind of neat uh, on his hips. Um, do you have this mold, Hexatron mold? I don't have this mold. It's really good. I'm, I mean, it's really, really good. It's it the scale is a little odd. I think I would say he is, if anything, probably masterpiece six shot. He's he's tall. He's very very tall. I have him with my classic stuff because um, in most of the fiction or in a lot of the fiction, six shot is portrayed as really big. So I mean that kind of works too. But I think like spiritually, he kind of belongs on a masterpiece shelf. He feels like it. But I would absolutely recommend. Um, either version of the Hexatron mold, the the original one or the uh, the second one that has chrome. But um, whether or not you like the chrome, he does have the second time around. He does have a lot more paint apps, and I think this um, great shot kind of is more in line with that. He's got quite a few paint apps from what I could see, so he looks really good. I think. Yeah, I, I you know I really like this mold. I don't know why I never picked up Hexatron. Just kind of. He sold out fairly quickly, and then they had the second release, and then I think uh, Big Bad, Big Bad found like um, some extra surplus inventory of the original release, so they may still have like both actually in stock. Yeah, he's really good, and um, he is um, actually I I feel like a really good value at about one hundred and forty dollars, which is what uh, which is what 
this this hexatron this great shot version of hexatron is going to go it's going to go for and i think that's what the other two basically go for these days is for 140 dollars you get more or less what amounts to a masterpiece six shot really good quality um sturdy like master mastermind creations does some of the best uh at least quality wise and sheer quality wise they do some of the best work in third party and um he actually has a really good value and he, I think Brian Kilby even likes him a lot, and he's a pre, he can be a pretty tough critic when it comes to third party stuff. But uh, but he's a fan of Hextron for sure as well. Wow. Yeah, I think he does have that mold actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. So, uh, are you gonna you gonna buy this one or? Yeah, done. Done. Uh, take my money, please. Yeah, that's. Um, I pre-ordered him today. Uh, I'm still not sure about this one. I'm I'm probably gonna wait and see. He's too well for one. Like I'm sold on the mold, so I'm sold on the mold and sold on the company. So in third party, there's not much more you can ask for. And then the other thing is he, he's um he's super obscure, but he's not so obscure that uh, we don't know what we don't know who he is. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. he's one of those weird Japanese. Uh, remolds and redecos that we got at the end of G1 and um, he's cool you're never gonna at best I guess you might someday get like some kind of weird bodcon version of this character but I doubt it and I really doubt it's gonna be like a six shot mold so uh, this is uh, this is the best you're gonna get when it comes to like a new version of great shot yeah and then uh, just because we completely forgot about the uh, the other ones, uh, Kokomone, the DX9 toys, are you going to pre-order that, wait and see, or pass? Uh, I think I'm going to wait and see. I will, uh, I will certainly go watch your review of Invisible, and I'll probably wait and see what she looks like in hand in, in some review videos before I pull the trigger. But I will say this is the first thing from, from DX9 that... I am seriously considering um, buying it at all at any stage, let alone just like on first pic- first pictures, first glance. Um, she's got my attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pass on her. I, I don't need a GoBot. I don't need a Crasher. It's just, it, it's nice. I mean, I'm glad they do it for other people and the people out there who want that, you know, that GoBot homage, but I'm, I'm good on that. And next, the Platinum Edition De- uh, Decepticon Triple Changer Pack. I think uh, we're both in agreement at that price. It's a pass. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, but uh, so say say it goes on clearance for forty dollars. So because I'm gonna like I'm gonna throw that out there uh, as wild speculation that you may see this on clearance someday. Would you pick this up at any price? I, I'd pick this up at, I'd even go 50. 25 figure, that kind of seems fair to me. And I just love to have the safety Astro train for the novelty of it and the fun of it. He is pretty ugly. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, mince words here. I, 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 uh, I actually am somewhat digging Duocon Blitzwing. There's something about him and, uh, well, I can't say that I can't say that we can assume we're going to get a bicon version of him this year with the um, 
with like the um, Combiner Wars Starscream mold or something like that, or or like like uh, well, actually, we are getting like this weird kind of version of flywheels in Bacon form. I'm not gonna spoil that, I guess, but um, I guess this is like some kind of somebody's weird idea of like what would Blitzwing look like as flywheels. I would like to see. Um, I would actually like to see the Generations Blitzwing in this color scheme because I kind of dig it, but um, but I actually like it among uh, between the two in this set. Something about Blitzwing that I kind of dig. I would pick him up, definitely on sale for sure. I hope they make a lot of these because if they make a lot of these, like we're talking like Platinum Edition Starscream from Cyber that the Cybertron mold mm-hmm. was it. Because that thing just clearanced out for like fifty bucks, and it was originally what, what like a hundred and thirty. Yeah, it was something crazy. So, you know, that mold's still sitting on some Toys R Us shelves. If you if you want that Platinum Edition Starscream, why in the world did they re-release that? I, it probably sold really well when Cybertron was out. You think? I think it did. Hmm. I don't know. I can't. My my memory is foggy of that. I think the I think the idea of like a star screen that big with the crown and all that stuff. I, I I guess I just like I refuse to believe it sold well just because like the concept is so insane to me. But I'll defer to you. I mean, I don't. I certainly don't remember seeing a ton on clearance or anything like that. I don't. They didn't really like hang around. Well, I think they were originally forty or fifty dollars. Uh, new when when that came out, and I happily bought it the first time I saw it, and I know mm-hmm. a lot of other people that happily bought it the first time you saw it, and yeah, it di- it didn't go on clearance, unlike uh, Unicron, which they made so many of. Yeah, that 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 clearanced out for ridiculous like, prices, like twenty like twenty bucks. Yeah, well, I mean, every Toys R Us had like mountains of them at the end, like mountains of them dozens of them in both colors yeah that's right and then it turns out like the black one is like hyper rare now yeah like complete like like sought after like like a sealed version of that one is like several hundred dollars easy wow and that's the one we were all like yeah we just got the regular colored one the first time we saw it so i don't really need that dark one looks cool but i don't need that yes that's how it works uh and then there's that um the blue recolor of uh, Energon Omega Supreme, the Sentinel, I guess, version. Yes. That is super rare, for and sure. I've never seen it. I, I've seen it in pieces. Like ne- I've never seen one in the box or complete, I don't think. I think I saw one. Like I, I, I may have seen like two or three in my life, and they were at like BotCons seven, eight years ago. But uh, yeah, it's funny how it's funny how like at this point you think we could and I'm sure we can if we think about it like we could identify which one which toys that are out now that in 10 years everybody everybody will want but we never take the time to like stash a few on the side yeah yeah because we're always like we never have enough money at the time to do it or we just like I don't have enough room for that yeah or you're just like I don't want it like, like, why would I want, like, two or three of those in my closet? Like, nah, I don't need that. But uh, five years from now, six years from now, each one of those is going to be, like, worth 300 bucks. And you we, know, get identi- we get identified. Like, like, 
if you had to guess like what shelf warming toy right now will be worth uh, significant money like in seven, eight years, what would you say? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to guess. Well, I, I, I don't I think this is a long shot, but I still think it's it's worth a shot. I think one of the leader class Combiner Wars Megatrons will be worth something. And it, I don't, I feel like it should be like from a scarcity standpoint, Armada Megatron, because I feel like nobody wants him. But I don't know if, I don't know if, even if he's super rare, I don't know if people are going to be like passionate enough about Combiner Wars Armada Megatron, even in like five, seven years to pay a premium for him. But I feel like by all rights, he'll, he will be rare in like seven, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. The two figures, one that I can think of off the top of my head, one is the deluxe Viacon from, uh, prime. Oh, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, that was super rare in the beginning. And then they started to flood them out in like, future waves but it took like a year year and a half and then that was the wave that ended up at five below and there were just tons and tons of vehicons so they they went from like rare to really cheap everyone was buying them and i think you know people are gonna look for them again down the line and then the other mold that i think is the uh movie evasion mode optimus prime I think that may have a chance of being worth some money. Yeah, that's a good bet. Yeah, there's there's definitely like movie stuff that's out there that I think will be rare. Like like um, well like Dispensor, the Mountain Dew Transformer. I don't know how like hard to find he is or or how plentiful he was at his at his peak, but that's definitely one. If the, if there's any if there's if it requires any effort to get him like a few years from now just that just the fact that he is like a mountain dew transformer is yeah. going to like make his value skyrocket that's for sure i mean revenge of the fallen uh jetfire i mean that goes for a pretty decent penny nowadays yeah especially um if you have the pair if you have him and prime together like as a set because obviously they combine that that is worth a lot of money now. Yeah, and to have all the parts too, because apparently people lose the parts for Jetfire. I can see that. Yeah, because I mean, he, he you basically shatter him to like put him on Prime. So I get it. I get it. So, but yeah, that that's that's all we have this week for. Uh, there goes my money. Uh, I want to thank you again, John, for being on. It was awesome having you on. Sure, it was fun. Yeah, when I when I first started this and said, you know, I'm going to do a show and we're going to call it There Goes My Money and, you know, we're going to do it at all the pre-order, new pre-order items and I was going to rotate people. I was like, I have to get John DeLuna on this. Well, I'm um, happy to be here and uh, I'll, uh, I'll be happy to do it again anytime. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>